The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development. Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development, including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of The Playful Psychologist. You may have noticed that this season is a little bit um, of a mishmash of shorter episodes because sometimes I feel like it's, it's not about like having a really lengthy conversation. Obviously, sometimes that's really, really helpful. But other times it's just really helpful to get, you know, in and out. Sometimes you only have 10, 15 minutes. So this episode is another short one. And I want to talk about um, a question that I get asked frequently. Is quirkiness enough to diagnose autism? Is every quirky kid out there on the spectrum? Now, I think we need to, when it comes to autism, we need to be um, really mindful because I think as a society in general, we are more aware, but also more confused about autism. And I don't know whether that's come from the changes that took place in 2013 to the diagnostic criteria or not, but we seem to have this idea that any social difficulty or any emotional regulation difficulty constitutes a diagnosis of autism. And that's quite simply like not the case. And I strongly believe that a lot of children with emotional regulation difficulties are actually misdiagnosed as having autism. So many children are diagnosed as having ADHD, uh, ODD even, and even autism as well purely because they struggle to regulate their emotions. But emotional regulation difficulties alone are not enough to diagnose any of these, you know, conditions or diagnoses. So it's our job, you know, as an allied health professional, it's my job as an allied health professional to help children with their emotions and work closely with parents before kind of jumping to a conclusion about a child having a developmental disability. So I think the same goes when we see quirky behavior or any form of social skill difficulty. Quirkiness does not equal autistic. They don't go hand in hand. Quirkiness can be part of an autism diagnosis, but quirkiness alone does not mean a child is on the spectrum. So when we are looking at an autism diagnosis, we're actually looking for way more than quirkiness or social difficulties. We're looking for sensory difficulties, environmental sensitivities, intense focuses and interests, the need or desire for routine and repetition, communication difficulties in both verbal and nonverbal, you know, language or communication skills, social impairments in exploring emotions or developing their theory of mind. So Social impairments in friendships and relationships, difficulties with social awareness and understanding um, those social cues and norms, difficulties with social communication and pragmatic language. So missing those really subtle cues or in interrupting people when it's not appropriate and so on and difficulties processing information in new environments. So these things that I've just listed 
are way more than just quirkiness. These things are things that cause significant impairment to an individual's day-to-day life. Whereas if we're looking at someone that is quirky or what quirky actually means, quirky describes something that, you know, is a little bit odd or a little bit unusual, someone that has unusual qualities. So usually a person is described as quirky when they behave in a way, um, you know, or they have certain qualities or aspects to their personality that are unique to them, um, you know, or set them apart from everyone else. And I think the important distinction here is that they may be different to everyone else, but they may not cause impairment to someone's day-to-day life. And that's the difference when it comes to looking at whether there's a clinical diagnosis or not. Someone with autism may be quirky, but someone who's quirky may not have autism and they don't, they're not interchangeable constructs. I think quirkiness is more like a social construct that we've come to develop. And I think as we move forward, we'll kind of phase that out because things that are odd or not like everyone else are things that we are actually celebrating now. Whereas in the past, we, you know, thought that everyone needed to conform and, and meet our social understanding of what's considered appropriate. And yeah, thankfully we've come a long way since then. So there is, you know, a a real reason that the gold standard to therapies around autism involves a multidisciplinary team. And it should also be the same when we're diagnosing autism, because it's not as simple as like ticking a box. And it really, really shouldn't be that you go to your pediatrician and you don't see anyone else and the pediatrician sees you for half an hour and ticks the autism box. That's really not how it should um, be. There are quite literally, if we're using that, um, you know, metaphor, several boxes that need to be ticked and several avenues that need to be explored. So if you are unsure and you've only seen one therapist or one doctor who has not done a thorough assessment, I would personally get a second opinion. So many pediatricians, like I said, give out a diagnosis without any assessments, like formal assessments, and it's quite infuriating. Um, So I am going to link in the episode notes for today's episode, a blog that has some great visuals for exploring this further and like, um, you know, it's called autism or just quirky and and yeah it's really cool but I guess what I wanted the take-home message from today's episode to be is that when we're looking at any diagnosis autism ADHD um, anxiety we're looking at the impairment or the difficulties as a result of that diagnosis on day-to-day life and when it comes to quirkiness there are unusual characteristics but they don't necessarily cause significant impairment so you can be quirky and autistic but quirkiness does not equal autistic so I hope that this really short episode has clarified those things for you because it's confusing Um, and like I said at the very beginning I think we've come a long way in regards to being aware of autism and um, accepting autism as something that is not necessarily a bad thing but I do think with the influx of information we have had recently and the changes in the diagnostic criteria um, we've just confused ourselves a little bit so yeah I just wanted to clarify that I hope that helps Um, yeah definitely check out that link in the episode notes and I'll chat to you guys later. See ya.